Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. Welcome once again to Marvelous Monday, and it is indeed a Marvelous Monday. We're so excited to be right back here again this Monday night. We're sorry that we missed you on last Monday, but hopefully you had a great time preparing for Christmas. And yes, Christmas was outstanding, and hopefully you had an outstanding Christmas as well. And now we're ready to get back to work and working toward the new year. As you know, we're just a few days away from 2022, and uh, 21 has been quite a challenge this past year, but uh, we're keeping our head above water, and so we're going to give some updates a little bit later on on our Omicron and COVID, and unfortunately, Dr. Richard Hackney will not be with us tonight. He's traveling back into uh, Tyler from his holiday. But hopefully Mr. Arthur is there. Mr. Arthur, are you there yet? He should be there. So he should be coming in pretty quickly because we just talked about 45 minutes or so ago. So, and I'm not sure that Pastor uh, Pastor Cooper is in with us tonight. Uh, Pastor Cooper, are you there? So I guess I'm a lone ranger right now. Miss Rihanna will be in a little bit later on. So uh, so we will begin by talking of just a little bit about uh, what is going on with COVID and uh, um, the Omicron virus. But uh, just, a, just a little bit more about uh, holiday. Hopefully that you've had a great holiday. And let me just share with you that, uh, that the, uh, the restaurant opened and kicked off and got off to an amazing uh, start with our very soft opening. Uh, We got some great reviews, rave reviews. We have four amazing chefs. Uh, We're still doing some hiring. Uh, We're happy that uh, Taste of North Delight has opened at 403 West Martin Luther King Boulevard here in Tyler, Texas, 75702. And if you know uh, any wait staff or anybody who's interested in working, uh, in the industry, in the uh, service and food industry, big, big industry uh, that we're still hiring and opening up. We can use some servers, and, and right now we're actually using runners. Uh, most people are coming in and ordering their food and, and taking, it, taking it back home. They're dining, uh, dining at home, and so we're, we're happy about that. Uh, so we're open for if you want to order your food, we can take it to you at curbside, or you can come inside the restaurant and if you want to sit and eat, you can. We have a few people that have done that, and uh, and so we're always happy uh, to see people come in. It's an open space. Uh, we spread you out real good so that you're not stacked on top of each other, and everybody who works in the restaurant is vaccinated, 
and boosted. And those who uh, have been able to get their booster, some have to wait a certain period of time. We all have to wait a certain period of time. So there are some who are not boosted, but everybody is fully vaccinated with with at least two uh, of their vaccines. So we're just ready to serve as a community. So if you're interested in even shutting down the restaurant and, and, and taking out the whole place and opening up to your organizations or uh, for parties or whatever, we also have a, a small banquet room uh, for people that want to, uh, to host events. Uh, there in the a small banquet room, we had a big, have a big television where you could actually uh, put your your screen, uh, your say your business meeting up on the screen. Uh, you can order food. We can cater food in. You don't have to pay for the room if uh, if you're uh, ordering food uh, for your organization. So we're just being an uh, a service to the community. And uh, the business is wide open and ready to go. So we'll be open. We're we close today because we wanted to make sure that our chefs who have worked so hard and our staff and our cashiers and everybody that have worked really, really hard uh, servicing the people that they would have a little bit of time uh, for Christmas as well. So they worked all the way till Christmas Eve at 3 p.m. So they were able to be off Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. But we'll be right open again on tomorrow at 11 o'clock, 1100 o'clock, that's a.m. And uh, we'll be closing at 7 until the first of the year, and then we'll go full throttle. And we'll be staying open later on Friday and Saturday night. Uh, We're going to get to where we're going to have live entertainment, and we may even have uh, uh, some some portrait reading, uh, drop the mic a little bit. Uh, we're just going to have some great entertainment and food for the people who live in the northern part of the city. So come and join us at any time, and uh, we're just so happy uh, to have you. So we're going to give a little bit of an update on the uh, Omicron virus. As mentioned, Dr. Hagney uh, will not be in with us tonight, so we're just going to go ahead and give you just a little bit of an update, uh, and I want to share with you that the virus and this pandemic still, uh, it still exists uh, in America. And so um, so we're just saying to you that please, please uh, follow the guidelines, get vaccinated if you can. Uh, it's a lot of people who are actually uh, getting the Omicron virus, and even some of the vaccinated people are getting it because they're around unvaccinated people and people who are not uh, choosing to wear the mask and not choosing to protect themselves and not choosing to um, spread out. Uh, we still need to do as much of that as we possibly can. And so if it's at some point in time that you cannot have that six feet distance uh, away from uh, someone, then by all means uh, protect yourself in many other manners as you possibly can. Now, we know that we've had the Delta variant, so now we have the Omicron variant, uh, and it's it's been said that it's likely uh, more easily uh, to spread uh, than even SARS-CoV-2 virus, or it's it's just easily spread. It seems like it's more more virulent than uh, the Delta uh, uh, variant. And so we just have to really, really 
be extremely careful uh, as we're out and about uh, among people. I know that lots of families uh, work toward getting together over this uh, Christmas holidays. I was able to get together with my family, and we set up our uh, big tables out on the out-of-doors kitchen so that we could be out in open air, even though everybody there was vaccinated to include the youngsters that are in uh, public schools. They were vaccinated. But we wanted to take on that extra precautionary measure of saying that we want to make sure that, that we protect ourselves uh, and that we don't cause anybody to be sick. So, but, uh, but this Omicron uh, variant, uh, it's, it's raging uh, pretty forcefully out mm-hmm. there in our communities. And today, as a matter of fact, uh, I, I know of at least 12 people today that I know that have come down with this, with, with this variant. Uh, so, so let's just work really hard in encouraging people who can get the vaccines, by all means, uh, protect yourself by getting that vaccine. Uh, most people have no issues, no problems, not even a sore arm. Uh, with it. Uh, there may be some people that said, well, I felt a little uh, tired uh, after I got my second uh, shot, after I got my booster, rather. They would say, uh, I had no problems with the first and second shot, but I felt a little tired uh, after getting that booster. And so what they did is took an extra Tylenol, and laid down and got a little bit of rest. And after they got that little bit of rest, then they were able to uh, just do quite well from that. A couple, three hours of sleep, and then they were up again and moving around. So there's nothing uh, nothing in comparison to actually getting uh, that virus. And so people have said that they have never, ever felt uh, anything like that uh, in their lives. And so and they talk about how quickly – uh, this variant is spreading, and so there's a lot of concerns about uh, this Omicron. And so the scientists in South Africa uh, said last week that this new variant uh, appear, appears to be spreading twice as quickly or twice as fast as the uh, as the Delta variant. So keep up with what is, is going on uh, there. We know that a lot of treatments are coming down the pipe. There's even a pill. Uh, that they're talking about that uh, that people can take, uh, and then of course there's these other uh, issues and other people that are saying uh, various uh, treatments. And so just know that that you need to talk with your physicians and your caregivers uh, to make sure that that you're not taking uh, things that are unauthorized to take, because we do ha- have people that have tried various and sundry things that ended up uh, dying from them, uh, trying uh, various things that just was not conducive uh, to good health or to conducive to their health. And so uh, just be very careful as we uh, move along the way to make sure that you're doing the right thing and you're protecting yourself and you're, you're, not, uh, you're not being a part of that Omicron threat because it is a, it's a global threat and we're still in a global uh, pandemic. We're in a pandemic which is global. So let's make sure 
that we protect ourselves uh, as best that we possibly can. So we go from there. So, Mr. Arthur, are you there yet? So, Pastor Cooper, are you there yet? And Miss Rihanna, are you there? Yes, there he is. Now he's there. How are you doing, uh, fraternity brother? And and how was your holiday? I was trying to find the name of it. Can you hear me? Now I hear. I can hear you now. You got to find the Uh, name of what? I was trying to find the name of of, uh, Kia Tatum's church over in Fort Worth. Uh, They're the first uh, church where you can come and get that. You you know that treatment. What do they call that? Uh, I I want to say. Yeah, 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 uh-huh, yeah, yeah, is that what it is where they can treat you for that before you, when you first get the symptoms or whatever? Oh, wait, like oh, at the oh. church in Fort Worth, they're doing them over there, they're doing them over there at the okay. church. No, you're talking about the, the monoclonal uh, antibodies. Yeah, monoclonal, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah monoclonal, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah. So okay, they're doing very good, because the, the ivermectin is the drug that you treat for worms, uh, if if, if uh, people have worms, and a lot of people have taken that and lost their lives, but you're talking about the monoclonal uh, antibody. So, what is the name uh, of the church? Yeah, again? yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Be clear. Anything I'm saying, it ain't nothing them crazy people saying. I'm trying to say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah the one you're talking about, the one that's going to help folks, the one that you take exactly. when you get the symptoms. Exactly. So they exactly. anyway, so they set up a, a place uh, at his church over in over in uh, uh what, what was it? Como, Como, stop six one nine. But anyway, uh, over in Fort Worth, so they got one set up in the church over there for folks with that kind of stuff. So, uh, hey, so that's great. You know, that's great that's news. Uh, uh, now, now I'm kind of confused. I wish Doc was here. I wish Doc was here so I could ask him about the. Uh, I hear okay. I hear two numbers here. Eighty five percent of uh, adults, whatever, vaccinated. Then I hear. Only six percent of folks is, is is vaccinated. So you know, could you clear that up for me? Well, I, I, uh, I think that I think it's much higher than six percent. But let me, uh, while you're still talking, let me let me Google and find out exactly what percentage in America. It's a pretty good percentage. But let let me take a look and see. It is. It is. I know, I know it's a pretty good percentage. Um, where are we on at? Riri. She's going to be in just just a little bit just a little bit later, and and so so what I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give a percentage of the people in Texas, and it says uh, it says one uh, a sixty cent six um, excuse me sixty cent six percent of the people in Texas have one dose, and then seventy four mm-hmm. in Texas have gotten two doses. Okay. Then it says, okay, so it says, in Utah, 67% has have gotten at least one dose, and then mm. 83%, that doesn't make sense, 83% have got. okay, 83% have gotten two doses. So, yeah. and then in Vermont, 89% have gotten one dose, and 88% of them have gotten two doses. And then Virginia, 78% have gotten one dose, and 85% has gotten a second dose. So that's that's. So what you going so, so what you gonna do with that? What you gonna do with that? Uh, with, with that crowd that's just that's just stuck on whatever that is they stuck on. What, what, what you gonna do with them? How yeah. you gonna get them? I, what, what we gonna do with that? You know, it's, that's a great question, 
and I don't know what it's going to – let me just give give you the U.S. uh, statistics. It says, okay, as of 6 a.m. on December the 22nd Eastern Standard Time, a total of 51.7% of the country's population, excuse me, according to the CDC data. So 61.7% of Americans have gotten their fully. vaccinations. Fully, fully, fully vaccinated. And that's of December the 22nd. That's a, that's a pretty good number. Okay, now how many of them, okay, now how many of them had a shot, one shot at least or whatever? How, how many? How many? We, how many well, this, when it says fully vaccinated, that means that they've had two shots. Yeah, I know, but I'm just fully saying how many people are counting. Yeah, you know, just like you gave the one shot, two shots on, on the other one. You don't give a one shot, two shot uh, analysis like you okay. did on the earlier one. Right, right. Okay, so let me see if I can pull that up and find out uh, about that. What percentage of you? Somebody like heard Cooper in the background. Was that Cooper? Oh, Pastor Cooper? Okay, well, I, I hope so. Okay, because I hope, hopefully he'll come in uh, tonight uh, because we want to see. Uh, we know that it's getting up to election time, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. We're also going to talk about the late and great um, uh, Archbishop Desmond Tutu, uh, yes, 90 years of age, who passed away this afternoon. And so we'll talk a little bit about his history and all the great stuff that he's done uh, between Africa, South Africa, and, uh, and America. And uh, so those are those are kind of the uh, subjects that we're going to deal with uh, tonight. And then, of course, we're coming up in March. We're coming up on uh, the uh, primary. This is uh, 2022 is election year, and so we're encouraging people to be sure uh, to to get uh, get uh, registered to vote and, and get prepared to vote. But so so I I'm going to go governor- back. To- Okay. Yeah, while you look for that, I saw the governor's uh, list, you know, the folks running. That's It's interesting. Five people running for governor. Two Hispanics, <laughs> two, <laughs> two white people, and one brother. And one brother and one brother. Okay. All right. Well, we hopefully that uh, that uh, Pastor Cooper will be able to come in a little bit later. Maybe you want to text him uh, and tell him that we actually want to hear from him uh, tonight. And what I we have we have quite a few people uh, that's running for lieutenant governor, and we have a black female that's running for lieutenant governor for the state of Texas. She is actually our the vice chair of the um, Texas Democratic Party, and so she's stepping down and stepping away from that. And preparing to run for lieutenant governor. Did you know that? Who are we talking about? Who is she? Dr. Carla Braley. Dr. Carla. Okay. All right. Uh, and you can't govern the candidates online. Pastor Cooper, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Well, I love the lineup. <laughs> well, we heard you. We, 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 we thought we heard you a couple of times. We thought we heard you a couple of times. Glad you here. Well, I, I, I didn't hear you guys, so I, I was like, hey, maybe I'm out here in the dark by myself, but I'm here. Yeah, I'm in the dark by yourself. Well, we, we want to um, 
we want to make some plans to get uh, get uh, everybody down here in East Texas. We want to make some plans to to have some um, some East good old East Texas debates uh, down here in East Texas, so we can hear from uh, from our candidates. And uh, because I tell you what, Pastor Cooper, can you give us a uh, give us a, a, a little briefing on yourself and where and what's going on with you and your campaign. But uh, but March March will be here before we know it, right? Is it one March that we're looking for? Yes. Well, okay, and not so only that, you have Valentine's Day. Uh, early voting is Valentine's Day. That's exactly correct. Very good. It be February fourteenth begins early voting. What a great way to kick off the Love Day. Show some love by getting to the polls. To vote. Well, I'm going to let you take that over and go, uh, Pastor Super. Kind of brief us a little bit on your campaign and what's going on and where you're going to be, uh, whatever it is that you want to tell us. Uh, you may not want to tell us where you're going to be. Maybe let that be a, a big surprise. I don't know, but we're going to we're going to just uh, mute out and listen to you uh, about what is going on with the campaign. Cooper for governor. Pastor Cooper. Well, thank. You. Thank you all so very much. Uh, I'm no stranger to this show. Uh, one of the uh, co-hosts, uh, along with my brother uh, Arthur and and yourself, Dr. McKellar and uh, Dr. Hagney, and I just uh, love marvelous Mondays uh, that you opened up your radio show to all of us. And uh, even before I became a candidate for governor, uh, matter of fact, it's the work that I've been doing that that actually pointed me t- towards the seat. Of that of the governorship. Uh, matter of fact, we just had uh, my new friend uh, Joe Madison, the the Black Eagle, was at the uh, banquet that we had for our scholarship banquet for the NAACP chapter, Beaumont, Texas. Uh, what's amazing uh, about that is that everything that we're trying to do, and so not just becoming the governor, but trying to make a difference for poor people and minority people and disenfranchised people. People uh, try to close that inequity gap, uh, uh, the gap uh, of welfare, the gap of health care, the gap of uh, entrepreneurship, all of those gaps. That's what we're trying to do. And so I I just thank God for, I mean, I I have now blanketed around me uh, two Hall of Fame radio uh, and Dr. Cheryl McKellar, and now uh, Dr. Uh, I didn't have to say doctor, and uh, the Black Eagle, uh, Joe Madison. Uh, we were trapped in traffic in Houston, Texas, and the entire time, the only thing we could talk about is the things, the issues at hand. And uh, along this road, uh, matter of fact, we talked about the Bull Corner rally we had, uh, Jim Crow Law 2.0. All of that got started in Austin, Texas, and this team bringing attention to Texas. Now Texas is a national target for these type of issues. Uh, so th- that's what this campaign has been doing. I've been all over the state of Texas. I've, I've been running for governor since February 2nd, 2021, not thinking about it, been running, uh, running for uh, women's rights, uh, heartbeat bill, fighting those erroneous bills, uh, all of the issues in Texas. There's just so much going on. and uh, But we have to be uh, vigilant, be on point, uh, and we have to be the light. Uh, the voice of moral authority. There's so many things that we have to fight on, on so many levels. So this is not uh, a game. This is not an opportunity for me to gain a seat. I have the highest seat in the land there is, uh, that of bishop, apostle, pastor. Uh, but uh, along the way, we have to make a change for all people. 
So good. And let me just say, uh, Pastor Cooper, and thank you so much for that. Beautiful. I'm so sorry that I could not be with you and Beaumont doing your great event. It actually fell on the day of graduation uh, here at uh, University of Texas. And that early that morning, I spoke at the, for the College of Nursing and the College of Rural Health. And then the afternoon, spoke at the College of Engineering and the College of Liberal Arts. That is the only reason that I was not with you there in Beaumont, Texas, for your big banquet. Otherwise, uh, you know I would have been there uh, to be with you. But Absolutely. we had over we had over a thousand students that we were able wow. to, uh, to speak to and get them uh, flip that tassel from one side of that hat to the other side. It was amazing uh, time. So I really enjoyed uh, myself that day. Uh, but I certainly missed being there uh, to celebrate with you uh, there in uh, in Beaumont, Texas. But um, yes, we're we're ready to kick off. We're ready to uh, bring candidates in. Uh, the restaurant is, is open and ready to receive anybody that wants to come yes. for events. Uh, we, we're ready to make sure that that you're known. Uh, the people know who you are. We want more people uh, to know uh, who you are and the candidates and everything. So, uh, so we're a Taste of North Delight has its doors open uh, for any event so that we can invite people to come and hear uh, your, your message and, and your voice uh, to the people of East Texas. Because as you know, you know what my mantra is. So goes East Texas, so goes Texas. And you can pull the people out of East Texas and get them to the polls to vote. Uh, You can win an election. You can win a statewide seat. And so we're pushing and pulling and pulling and pushing uh, to get – get more people that have a mission and a purpose as such as yours, uh, Pastor Cooper, uh, to sit in these seats so that you can work for the greater good of not just some, but the greater good of all mankind. And in particular, I'm talking about Texas. Uh, Mr. Arthur, you have any comments to, uh, to Pastor Cooper? Well, I say, you know, I had a great time down there in, in, in Beaumont, Texas. I was down in Beaumont. You know, I, I, I was kind of confused, and I, I, I said, I thought I had seen all the prettiest women in East Texas, right? Then I went to Beaumont, and I said, now, now I'm confused. So, well, well, that's that's. But I had a great night. It's been a great night, and a great time, and everybody was cool. It was great. You know, like I said, everybody was looking good, smelling good, and, hey, you know, and, and so the atmosphere of the vibe was real good. So uh, we made some great contacts. Uh, you know, the people are excited in Beaumont about you know, uh, you know their favorite son running, so uh, it, it was good to see and feel that. Yes, I think. Well, you know, we, we know the scripture, uh, Pastor Cooper and Mr. Arthur, uh, that uh, that uh, sometimes you're not honored in your own uh, hometown, mm. but when when your people yeah. honor you uh, in your own hometown, then you know you're doing something right, because so oftentimes Amen. that's not the case. Is that? Am I right about it, Pastor Cooper? Is that what the scripture tells you? You're all over it. You're all over it, sis. And, and you, but you know what I found out, though, is that when you uh, your people, when, when, when you, and it's, it's, it's emulating, imitating the scriptures, and that's what Jesus did. He died for his people. 
and uh, and he freed them. And that's and that's what we do daily because when you put your family on hold, your your, your daughter and the grandkids, and yeah. when Arthur puts yeah. all of the things that he's doing on hold, I, I see how busy he is. The closer we get, when Dr. Hagney uh, uh, he should be retired, but yet he's out here fighting folks and they're getting them right. to that's get right. vaccinated and the mask mandate and all of these things. This is a time period that God has allowed him to live beyond so he can have time to focus on the idiot. Uh, the, uh, I wanted to say some words, but man, the, 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 the focus on, on these folks that are failing us, because when I say sure. you're not uh, getting vaccinated, you are failing us and you're killing one another by not listening yeah. to people like Dr. Hagney. So, so he's allowed us to, to die for our people in order that they may live. And when I say that, we, we all have things that we could be doing instead of out here begging and pleading and priding and pushing you know, uh, matter of fact, I think it was uh, Dr. Martin Luther King's son that said for us not to celebrate King's holiday. That's and, it. Yeah, and, and, and Joe Madison uh, reiterated that in his speech. And so there are some events that's happening. I canceled my parade. I, I'm the president of the NAACP chapter here in Beaumont, Texas, and I have officially canceled our Martin Luther King Day Parade because we could not get the For the People's Act that John Lewis Bills passed in a timely manner to do the right thing. So uh, we're, we're, we're holding people's feet to the fire. We're doing the right thing. And, and we're not, we would love to go out and celebrate with our babies. We would love to go out and, and, and pass out the candy and, and bring them the true history instead of having to fight folks about the uh, critical race theories and all these other things. So so we are a part of history. This is more important. I would put this out here and say this is more important right now what we're going through than 1964, 1965. It is more, but we are losing ground if we do not stand. Well, here's what our plans are, Pastor Cooper, and I'm glad you brought this forward. We are not going to have that parade either but this is the parade we're going to have we're going to have a car parade you know we're big in the car parades you've been in many of our car yes. parades here we're gonna yes. we're gonna put vote we're gonna we're gonna have a voters drive car parade right. because yeah. that's yeah. what this is the Love reason it. why it's not canceled it's the reason why the martin the, the martin l king family says don't celebrate my father's name because they haven't passed that voters' rights bill, we're gonna. That's what we're gonna be pushing out there. We're gonna be pushing registering mm-hmm. to vote, and then pushing Congress and the Senate to pass that bill. And that's what our car parade is going to be all about. And so we encourage everybody to come. We're gonna start at nine that morning on January the fifteenth, which is also going to be the ribbon cutting ceremony at noon at the restaurant. Those are the things that we're going to be doing, celebrating and pushing awesome. people to get registered to vote. And we hope you can be there, uh, Pastor Cooper, with all of your, your material. I want you to set up a tent out there and your table and, and so that, because we're going to invite all the people all across East Texas to come and join us in that parade so that they will be able to see that we are serious about this voter right. I mean, why is it that? The only people in this country has to, every every so often, we have to go and fight for black people to be able to vote. It makes no sense. Because the 13th Amendment, because the 13th Amendment did not get rid of slavery. And and they use that, and they use that, and they use that to to do, you know, so for me, yeah, so it's been on. So until we get that change. It makes no sense, right? 
still not, sense, exactly. Right? That's right, John Lewis. That's, that's right. That's right. That's, that's right. And the John Lewis yeah. Act is going to be for all over the nation, all fifty states, not just uh, right. you know the South. So so it'd be for everywhere. And and, and that's and, and, that's then, and then we shouldn't have to do it. And then we shouldn't have to do it every twenty five years. Ever again. Ever, it makes no sense. So we're going to be pushing John Lewis. We're going to be pushing Martin Luther King. We're going to be pushing voting and voters' rights and, and getting rid of voter suppression and all those things related to voting is what we're going to be doing that day in Tyler, Texas. At, line up at 9 o'clock, and we're going to take off at 9.30, and we're going to cover throughout the city as much of the city as we possibly can and then end up back there and we have our ribbon cutting ceremony. We're going to focus on uh, small businesses and we're opening up that anybody who wants any small business who wants to set up a tent and their table is $50 to set up your business and you can advertise your business as long as it's not a restaurant that you're advertising, right? Because I'm going to have my table set up out there with the restaurant. <laughs> so, Love it. <laughs> so, my restaurant. Yeah, so, Excuse me? No, I just said not the green with that. I said one restaurant. Well, one yeah, restaurant. One, one re- there you go. One, rest, one restaurant. And that's a taste of North Delight. And so uh, we're real proud of that restaurant, and we're real proud of how it's kicked off and, and how it's, uh, it's going along the way. So, Pastor Cooper and, and Ms. Arthur, a couple of questions. Uh, and, Pastor Cooper, are you, are you satisfied with uh, the redistricting and how the lines have been drawn and all that? We haven't heard too much. We, we find ours uh, over. We were satisfied with how uh, lines uh, ended up here in Tyler. I was satisfied with how they ended up in my district. But, but for the most part across Texas, uh, what are your thoughts, uh, Pastor Cooper? And then we'll ask Mr. Arthur. Well, uh, there's several lines that uh, have been drawn uh, to uh, make competition for, like, our U.S. Congressman uh, Al Green and U.S. Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee. But we were able to rectify that. We sent uh, folks to uh, testify and testimonies, and we worked with our uh, my local uh, legislator, uh, Joe Desertel, and then with Ron Reynolds and then uh, Ms. Uh, Thompson out of Houston, and they were able to um, uh, get them to cease and desist from doing so. Um, but they also dumped in 150,000 people into Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee's area, which uh, she's basically been, uh, she's annexed uh, Umble and Atascacita, which if you look at the map of Houston, and the only reason I noticed because when you're running for governor, you have to look at everyone in, in the state of Texas. And this was an area that was very crucial to us because of our representation that we have. Uh, and, and, and what's amazing is that when it came to the census, uh, I think it was 95 or 94 percent increase, and that increase in the state of Texas were African Americans. And yet we had less representation, and they were still trying to strip, the, strip us from that. So we fought that, and we were able to separate the two to where they can continue to represent us. But uh, I need to have a conversation with uh, Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee. I, I don't know if she was upset, but she just made mention in the speech that she had that she was dumped another 150,000 folks. But in Umbo and the Tascosita area, there's a lot of growth of African-American folks that are educated, sharp okay. voters. Uh, actually, that's a good thing. And we need that growth in that area. So I've been looking at the area now for about 22, 23 years. I almost purchased a home there in the Umbo area. So we're okay again, but we have to continue to be vigilant, woke, and fight 
Otherwise, we would have been in trouble. Right. So, so I understand that Texas was appropriated 38 seats in the U.S. House of Representatives now after the after our census, after our 2020 census. I think yeah. that adds two, yeah, and, and two more seats than even that it, we it, got. Two more seats. It should have been three. Years. Should have been three more right. seats, but well, we, we couldn't get the census one, number up. Exactly. We should have had one in East Texas, in, in East Texas, because I well, know the, the, we had. If I'm not mistaken, now if I'm not mistaken, ain't a Merrick Garland, whatever the name is, he he's filed a right. case here in Texas about all of yes, that. So what I'm so, yes, so, so my question to you two are y'all discussing all this is. Uh, if he's filed a lawsuit, then uh, uh, by what on, on what rubric are you all operating on? Where y'all say, well, they changed it back, and we got this, so they. So it sounds like some stuff still changed. Uh, you you know, right, and I'm just trying to figure out. Yeah, uh, that so, lawsuit hasn't gone through yet. So y'all operating under the so y'all operating under the, the uh, under the suppression laws that were passed. Is that what it is? The ones that that we have right now that were passed. We yeah. we fought those suppression mm-hmm. laws. That's right. But 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 what you have to do, you have to sue. You have to have the DOJ's help to sue so those laws don't bounce back. Because we in another session, you're gonna have to fight it. You're gonna be continues to reverse it. That's also the reason why. And we have to, what Dr. Hagen said, Dr. Puts plans. We have to fight this and also fight to get those bills passed because it protects us in the state area. When the state doesn't do the right thing, we need the federal government to come in and back that. That's how we had integration. Otherwise, we've been mm-hmm. in trouble. I, I never forget when our very own Vice President Kamala Harris challenged our now President Joe Biden when he said, hey, we need the, the, the federal government when the states are not acting right. Right. So, yes, we need That's the right. DOJ to come in here and, and, and to continue to help us fight this fight. Well, matter of fact, I, I won't talk about this too much, uh, uh, Brother Arthur. In our area, which is the reason why I challenged the Speaker of the House to be the Speaker of the House of the State of Texas, not to be the Speaker of the House uh, of, uh, of the Republican Party. And I, I think that did some, some good because uh, we have to negotiate and learn how to negotiate with one another, Republican and Democrats, because we're all in the same state. And we benefit from those negotiations. Well, the Speaker of the House can literally go in and pick folks from any county he desires because he has that power, that muscle, the Speaker of the House. Well, we negotiated with him, my, my representative here, and picked up 24,000 folks to secure the seat that we need to represent the folks in southeast Texas that are black and poor and minority and Asian and, and, and uh, now in a lot of Hispanic areas that a lot of Republicans, unfortunately, really do not care about. And so we secured that seat. Speaker of the House also picked up some, uh, uh, some folks to secure his seat. So we have to fight. Now, while we're fighting good fight, we still need the DOJ to come in here so we don't have to fight these individual fights. That's a lot of work. Yeah, because when it's all over, because yeah, when it's all over, now y'all get through with y'all's individual fights, it's going to come down to do we have more than what we had or do we have less? That's all that is. So that's what I'm going to be asking. Do we have more? No, yeah. no, I mean statewide. Do we have more right. than what we had? Do we have less? So that's going to be my question. We have less statewide. We still have less statewide. There's some lines that have been drawn all throughout where we have less statewide. Hmm. Okay, now if the lawsuit passed, hey. will, that, will, will that change that? Yeah, I mean, if they, yes. if they go in and say, okay, you know, y'all can do that. Or would the John Lewis Act, if it pop in before that, would that change that? Are you asking all of the, 
will yeah, will the redistricting? Okay, you're asking. Yeah, you know the 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 Yeah, you know the rubric that we run, that we operate under now. I said, okay, right. okay, this is going on now. Uh, now, now, right. if, if not tomorrow, they they pass the John Lewis Act. Okay. How how would that impact you know what y'all have done up to this point? Hmm. If the John Lewis Act passed like tomorrow, would it? How would it affect either one of y'all? How would it affect you know what I'm I'm trying to get clarification. So you asking will the the lines the way that they are drawn now will that with that division or will that I'm sorry will those 38 House of Representatives yeah, yeah. that's what 180 will all of that change because because Pastor Cooper was just mentioning all of that. Uh, annex uh, part that that's now in mm-hmm. uh, Congresswoman's uh, district, Sheila Jackson Lee's district. So what you're asking is, will that continue that way, or will the lines be redrawn after the right. after the right. right? Correct. That's a good, great uh, yeah. question. Great question. I don't know the answer to that. Um, Pastor Cooper, what do you, what do you I, 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 It has to be some changes, apparently, because the reason why they're bringing the lawsuit in the first place is obviously uh, the federal government is, is not satisfied with the way we've drawn the law. Okay, well, let, oh, okay, oh, okay, let me, okay, let me ask you another question then. The election coming up now, okay. uh, are, we, are, are we operating, is this election going to be operating under, <clears throat> under the line before they did their suppression thing? Or this going to be operating under the suppression lines? Well, right now we're operating oper- under the suppression lines. The 87 right. session. Uh, we're operating underneath the 87 session, but like I said, right. we, we fought a lot of those. Uh, but, again, the whole purpose of getting DOJ involved so we don't have to have those fights because we should be more focused on registering people to vote, more focused on right. getting uh, DOTV. We should be focused on uh, uh, making sure that all the high schools mm-hmm. give two. I'm telling you, I'm going around and learn more and more and more. They give uh, uh, two chances to register seniors to vote. Uh, I mean, register seniors, to, yeah, to vote. Uh, we need to go back and inspect and uh, expect and, and inspect and double inspect. Those are things we should be doing instead of having to go back in and chase our tails. So that's what we're doing now. We're chasing our tails. Right. By going in there and fighting and 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 bringing the lawsuits and all these other things, and one of the things my legislator taught me was that um, you have to make sure that it's a civil issue, uh, not just a uh, a legal issue. Uh, we're being disenfranchised. Uh, we're not being represented well. So then that's discrimination. So so we we had to look at those lines, and that's how we were able to get them undrawn. But they still were able to dump in in certain areas. But like I said, mm-hmm. that's a small win. Small win. Right. Right, right, well. Well, yeah, well, the bottom line is, yeah, we got to rescue the vote. we got to get them out. we got to get them out in the primary. Right. we got to get them out in the primary. That's what, that's exactly. what we need them. We need y'all right. but, in the primary. But notice, uh, watch, watch, I, I have a team of folks that, that follow me, and, and, and we all follow one another. Because we got it online, Dr. Sherman Kelly, that ran for U.S. Congress. Uh, you, you've been active in, in politics. I, I call you my Dick Gregory. Uh, uh, Joe Madison <laughs> bragged about Dick Gregory, but we have Dick Gregory. We have Arthur Fleming. And seriously, I mean, if you go back yeah. and look at the things yeah. in the history, and, and I looked at some of the stuff that you, Arthur, you know, I've been looking at his old old film stuff on YouTube and stuff like that. You've been in, in, in the fight for a long time. 
But if we are here fighting these lines and redistricting, we're not focused on the things we need to focus. We need to focus on East Texas. Like I say, I'm not depressed or suppressed, but at the same time, there are some things that have happened out there that where we have folks that are depressed and suppressed, and we have to go and, and, and ignite them, energize them, and get them going again because they are our warriors, our heroes, our veterans, our patrons that have been out there and, and been on the line, and, and, and they're, they're weary and they're well-doing, and they have been doing well. So we have to go back and do that. But when we're busy fighting these little fights, they know it. We're not concentrating. Hey, 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 I'm going to channel my little Dr. Hagney. Now, not, now the mic we got to do, we got to do the octopus plan. Then the octopus, that's right, that's right. And that's what we're doing, and that's what we do. I do more than one thing at one time. And we've been doing it well. But we need the DOJ. We need the federal government, though. So so I'm not saying that we're well. We need all the help we get. And we need those laws in place so we don't have to fight these laws when it comes to helping uh, someone that's handicapped to stand and vote, uh, drive through voting. We need those. We need more than one whole place to turn in, drive through voting vouchers. You have 127,000 people trying to get all of their votes in, and Harris, they need the assistance yeah. that they need. We need those assistance in rural areas. We need those assistance in, in Jefferson County. So uh, Harris County, uh, Tarrant County, Dallas County, all those okay. big areas okay. where you have a lot of minority folks that need the assistance. And, and this that's is the why, fight of our time and why, our generation. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why we need more people fighting this fight because you got this group over here that can be working and talking about the octopus. This group over here is working on one thing and this group over mm-hmm. here is working on another thing. And, but we all are one group. We all that one octopus right. that our hands That's are in right. different areas, right? Working right. on various and right. sundry uh, things. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, you know, you know, I look at it. You know, this moment when this is this is this is our time. This is we got more. We got more tools than Marlon the Kingdom had. We got more educated right. people. We got more everything. So, so I'm confident that that we're gonna, you know, that, that we're gonna see our part of the fight through. But this is, hey, hey y'all, this is our time. I don't know about y'all, but I used to hear about this time was coming, and I'm going, oh, okay. So now it's here, y'all. This is it. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, them people talking about what they do if they was back in slavery. Okay, <laughs> now what you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, 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 what you gonna, gonna do? What you gonna do? This is the part I was telling you about that my representative was telling us that we need to look into and make sure. And we were doing this before the DOJ filed their lawsuit. But now the DOJ is doing exactly what he was saying that we had to do to make sure that the United States back then was with Texas. But now it said the United States complaint contends that Texas redistricting plan for its con- congressional delegation violates Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act because it has the discriminatory purpose of denying or abridging the right to vote on an account of race, color, or membership in a language minority group or that it deliberately minimizes the voting strength of minority communities. That's what it's trying to do. The lawsuit also claims that Texas violated Section 2 because of a congressional redistricting plan has the discriminatory result of leading to an inequality and the opportunities for minority voters to participate in the political process and to elect representatives of their choice. We were out here fighting this 
this thing as an octopus with the head and the arms and the tentacles out there. But the federal government is able to gather it all up at one time at one stroke. Right. We were fighting right. each different zone. You have 254 counties in the state of Texas, and we were going mm-hmm. from area to area, but we fought the biggest areas, which was Harris County and places like that that we could. Jefferson County we secured. And like uh, Dr. McKellar said earlier, in her area, stay with it. But there are some areas that we have to continue to fight, but we shouldn't have to have that fight. We should be fighting other things. Well, as long as you're in America, you're going to be having that fight. So, <laughs> I'm saying. We should. We should be having it. We should be having it. We should be having it. And that's the reason why I have problems with candidates or even the governor right now that says they don't want the help from the federal government. They don't want to invite Biden into the state of Texas. But listen, I invite Biden into the state of Texas because of the fact that you need $1.9 trillion of that money. We need our fair share. We need $254 million to go to pre-K uh, uh, for, for kids to get in school, uh, for all kids so people to stop lying about the kids to go to school. We need access to uh, uh, Medicaid and health care. We need all of that money that's out there. We don't need to be uh, uh, spent uh, somewhere else. We need the government that's going to send $2 billion back because they can't find a way to get it to our communities. There's always the minority communities that do not get the uh, 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 renters assistance, the mortgage assistance, and all of these things that we need. We need the federal government to work alongside yeah. of the state of Texas Absolutely. to get things done. Absolutely. 100. <laughs> I agree with yeah. you 100%. Man. Well, let me, ask, let me ask this question, speaking of the federal government. Did anybody get there? Um, for those of us who may receive uh, a, a retirement and re- may receive, some people receive Social Security, did you get uh, a letter saying that you're going to get a cost of living uh, increase uh, and uh, a fairly decent one. Did anybody get a notice saying that? I know I got a, a, a mm-hmm. lot of youngsters on this call, uh, so uh, yeah, I like, a- I like, yeah, I like. Yeah, I like. I'm so glad Trump gone. That's all I got to say. Because that one percent was killing me. There was a fairly decent percentage that may be coming out in in 2022 for retirees and military retirees and and wherever else that you may have retired from, whether from corporate America or from wherever, that uh, there's a little bit of a a cost of living raise that's going to come down the pipe. uh, Okay, let's look at my veterans. I haven't seen that one yet. I got my veterans one in the mail. As a matter okay, of fact. Okay, I, I, I need to go to my mail again. I'm say, look, I, I ain't seen that from the... Okay, well, I'm going to look again. Okay, yeah. Right. Anything from the military? Yes. Military sent mm-hmm. out. Social Security sent out. People with their 401Ks and retirement and hey, got hey, things hey, in the hey, mail. Hey, look here. This one of those examples. This one of those examples I try to tell people about anything black people get, everybody get it. Okay, and like, and, and I predict <laughs> that I predict that reparation. When we get reparation, watch this. Everybody gonna get it. Everybody gonna get reparation. <laughs> Everybody gonna get reparation. <laughs> okay. Well, any comments on that, uh, Pastor Cooper? Uh, can, can you make some changes for us when you get to uh, Austin? <laughs> just, just for Austin. Just, just for Austin, we'll make those changes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'll have a, a little bit PO of... box set up just for him. 
just especially for Mr. Arthur. <laughs> let's yeah, let's talk it. a little bit about uh, who was Desmond Tutu and what um, what he brought to this to this world. Uh, Archbishop Desmond Tutu was a powerful, powerful uh, archbishop and. And a great friend of he's a South African prince was a great friend to to America and we know that um, that he I think he died on he died yesterday did he I believe it was what's today today is the twenty seventh right mm-hmm. today yeah, Sunday well no no the twenty sixth he died today he died today because yesterday no yesterday was. Sunday, which was the day after Christmas, so it is the 27th, so, so I believe he died on the 27th. Well, you know, but he in another time zone, so, you know, it, it was like... Well, it, that's it was true. Like, we got to keep that in mind. Yeah. It was like Sunday here when it went... It, it, it was like actually that's Saturday, but it was like Sunday here when all the yeah. news, you know, I mean, okay. late Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, yeah, we have to keep that in mind. You're, you're absolutely correct, a different time zone. Mm. But, uh, but everybody, uh, he was an adorable uh, man, a great theologian, um, and uh, people just loved his work. He was uh, big on the anti-apartheid and human rights activist, and so uh, he was one of the bishops out there in uh, Johannesburg, mm-hmm. Archbishop, uh, as a matter of fact. Um, so well-loved, uh, highly educated uh, from uh, King's College and then from the University of London, uh, just a brilliant, brilliant a man, died at the age of, 90 years of age. Mm. What do we have to say about uh, this great leader, this voice of reason, voice of... uh, Well, you know, his voice of reason. Nobel Peace Prize. Go ahead. Go ahead. Back in the day, you know, back in the day, you know, because you know he was one of the main figures, like I said, back in the the time. Now, what what folks need to remember is that, like, at that time, you know, folks say Ronald Reagan couldn't be a Republican now. Ronald Reagan was was supportive of the Botha regime and the apartheid thing. Remember they had they gave nuclear weapons and all that kind of stuff. They black folks take over. We're gonna blow it up, you know, and all that kind of crazy. So I'm just saying that, you know, like it just reminded me of that moment what it was back then. You know, had Mandela in jail, you know, and then over here we was trying to get Martin Luther King birthday pass, right? You right, know, and so right. on. So, so it, it was a lot of stuff that was going on, and then Reagan was forced to sign it. He didn't sign it because he wanted to. He just had to, <laughs> you know. And so, I, so it just reminded me of all of that in that moment, you know, and, and he was big in it. Right, yeah. So what do you what do you remember about him, uh, Pastor Cooper? There's the thing I like about uh, the, that time period is that he was authentic. Uh, you can tell the love, the joy, and, and, and there was no scandals. I mean, you, you don't hear that. I mean, and, and that's what we need out of the leaders today. Uh, and, and that's the thing that I challenge uh, myself, my family, the folks I associate with. And, and in case you all don't know, I mean, and, and I spend a lot of time with, with you all uh, right. because it's hard to find true leadership where people are authentic. Uh, they don't have a, a, a secret motive. Uh, he was all about the positive change that was necessary in his day and time that we can utilize even today. How beautiful. You know, hmm. yeah. I mean, you know, because a, a lot of his work back in Johannesburg in 1985, 86, all the time, there's a time period when, again, I was focused on trying to become someone, just become 
uh, a young man, become uh, a, a husband, becoming a father, and all those things. So I, I look to people like that and I say, hey, they, they got it. But something happened, like I said, about five or six years ago, and a lot of those folks were getting up in age, 82, 83, 84, 85. And sure. the, the miracle is that... I was in Washington, D.C. with our friend and our beloved Reverend Jesse Jackson at 82, still pushing and yeah. doing those things that's out there. And yet we have giants like uh, Desmond Tutu uh, yeah. that's just not passing away in, in, in our generation. Yeah. So if, if this, this is the time for us to stand. This is time for us to fight because we're losing leaders like that to just mm-hmm. time and age and yeah. And, and you know, so it's time. It's time for the fifty-year-olds. It's time for the forty-year-olds. It's time for the thirty-five-year-olds to stand up and fight. Just to say that we voted in our first African American president. When two not turns, enough. you cannot turn. Not enough. There you go. You cannot turn yeah. back the clock of history in in eight years. We have yeah. so much work to be done. And mm-hmm. so anyway, that's that, that's what I recall is, is that there was no Beautiful. nothing like that. So. And and you, I mean, you just nailed it with the fact that we have to make sure that our thirty-year-olds and our forty-year-olds, even our twenties, middle middle to upper twenties, we got we have to get them more involved. But we certainly have to get the thirties and the forties and the fifty-year-olds and the sixty-year. I mean, it's it's amazing sometimes when you can sit back and you hear people say, you know, I never voted before. I've never been uh, involved in any political party. I've never uh, called out to be a member of a specific party. So sometimes it's heartbreaking when you hear uh, people in their 50s, 40s, 50s, and 60s uh, who says that, that they just have never uh, been involved, that they just X'd out on voting. Uh, and, and But this is the saddest part, and, and, and I mentioned this actually in my speech when I was speaking. I said there were, there were people who, uh, who never felt a part here uh, in East Texas. And so consequently, since they didn't feel a part and they were not made to feel welcome in some organizations, that they X'd out on voting, that they just did not vote, that they didn't have uh, candidates like Pastor Cooper who came back and had a conversation with them and asked them for their votes and told them how important it is to vote. And so if you don't have that and people don't show an interest in you, then why, you know, then you you X out of voting and you just don't become an active part. So we need candidates uh, like Pastor Michael Cooper who is actually going to go and sit down and have a conversation with the person and show that person. You know what? Yes, your vote is important. Your vote counts, and and what you feel in this community counts, and you are an active part, and you have to take take your rightful place and become active in our community. So we got a lot of work to do to try to get more people involved in what is going on around them. And I know that people are busy trying to make sure that they get food on the table and kitchen table issues, but guess what? That's how you help to get food on your table, by being involved and making sure that you have the right people that's sitting in that uh, house out there in Austin, Texas, that you got the right people even sitting in that house up there in Washington, D.C., but those legislators that are making Mm -hmm. uh, rules and regulations for you, and even right locally, those people who are making decisions 
on what happens with your water bill and your streets and your sewage and all of those things, right? In other words, all politics is local. Yes. Go ahead. Amen. So what what name do we come up with for that uh, beautiful million-plus folks down there in East Texas? Do we ever come up with a name? I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you. Did you, did you come up with one? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, want, a I want you to come down here and get after them. That's what I want you to do. All right. Well, look here. Well, you, you know, okay, y'all gonna be open this week down there. I, I think I'll make the trip down to maybe Wednesday, Thursday, and, and have a lunch with you at the at, your thing, at the place. Absolutely. We'd love to have you come on New Year's Day. I mean, you'd be surprised. People are enjoying the football games. They're coming. They, you know, they they want to have some black eyed peas. They may be able to. They may cook them at their house, or they may go out for them. You know, who knows? Uh, people don't cook as much as they used to. Yeah, they cook on specific holidays, in particular Thanksgiving and Christmas. But after that, there. I, I mean, all of our television networks will be on the guy. I don't know who's playing football on New Year's Eve, on, on New Year's Day. I'm sorry, but uh, but we're going to be wide open there. And I've, I've encouraged uh, some of the people who are running on the local races. I believe. Let me tell you what I really, really believe in. I believe coordinated campaigns, and I tried to get that over to Beto O'Rourke a long time ago, that that Democrats are stronger when they work together in coordinated campaigns, and uh, and so, but but he didn't he didn't quite see that, uh, and he may see it now. I don't know, but um, but but it's really important for us to, uh, to become stronger. By working together as a team, it's just as important for 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 Pastor Cooper to win that election as it is for me to win my election. And so, when we all work together as a strong team of diehard Democrats, and I I make no bones about it, people know that I'm a Democrat. And so, um, so so there it is: coordinated campaigns, uh, coming together, working together as a team, uh, will help you uh, help to make your your campaign and and your your candidacy to win election much stronger. If you got Pastor Cooper running for governor and this one running for lieutenant governor and this one running for uh, mayor and this one running for uh, all, you know, all on, on that same ticket and this one running for uh, precinct chair and this one is running for county chair, you got all those working together as a team. Uh, Edgar, when you say uh, when you say that you, uh, you you know when you say you're a Democrat, I thought mm-hmm. I, I remind me when I was talking to Coop one his uh, uh, past friend, I told him I, I said, well, I'm a sinner. So uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're a sinner. <laughs> That's now, are, we, are we speaking religiously? Or are we speaking <laughs> <laughs> politically? <laughs> So, so I, so we could all fit that category. We could all say that. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I like to pull strong candidates together, and uh, and, and work so really you, hard. You're correct. So not just some candidates, all candidates together, and we well, shouldn't have to wait until the primary after the primaries to do so. That, that that's the thing I, I don't understand. I you know, agree. We all go around individually and we give off stump speech mm-hmm. and we all talk about mm-hmm. education, mm-hmm. health care and exactly. global warming. Exactly. But I love that's my friend Arthur. He said, That's great, but what are you gonna do to fix it? 
you know, and we have this conversation and we talk about it. And I have programs that's in place, that's already in place that I'm doing locally and helping out and right. making some changes that we want to bring on a state level. And so that, that's what needs to happen because, you know, when I was doing my, my, uh, my master's degree in psychology, uh, we would have, okay. often have to get 10 and 12 samples of a group of people together in a room. Sure. And we have to sure. uh, work on a project together. And you know what happens sure. when you get 10 to 12 people together, you have this little thing called SL, servant leaders, uh, that mm-hmm. just naturally happens. And, and, and you don't have to go and neglect and pick and choose and find. It happens, and that's why we would be better as a party, strongest party for the SEC to get together, for uh, sure. all of the local uh, groups and heads and departments, uh, the Divine Nine, the NAACP, the Texas Coalition Black Democrats. Go. And whomever else that wants to participate, I don't care if it's Republican. That's right. And what happens is that when we expand our base and expose other folks that it may be more talented than even the selection that we have right now that's running for governor, right. lieutenant governor, uh, you know, right. Right. Uh, agriculture commission, we may find more talented folks. You know, I, I sit and step aside and say, hey, listen, mm-hmm. let's support this one. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I think we yeah, do better I, I and stronger together doing that. Oh, well, absolutely. And, you know, I say this every now and then, so I'm going to say it this time, too. Uh, as we, as we uh, you know, operate in these systems and, and, we, and you know, we, we say, well, you know, why, you know, why we don't get the motor get Look, it's just like they did that gerrymandering bill to keep you from voting. Mm-hmm. Uh, the system we're in is gerrymandered to keep you from coming together easily. And so, uh, you know, because it, it, cause it keeps you grinding and keeps you competing. And so basically a lot of times that's why it's it's so hard to, you know, get folks to, you know, just uh, folks up. But, but, but I will say this, and this and it's been this way for a while, we vote 90-plus percentile together. So folks can holler all they want about, you ain't together. Like that. I'm telling you, nobody else does that. Nobody, no other group. Absolutely. We don't want to do that. Absolutely. We don't want to do that. So, 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 you know, so I don't want folks to go away and think, well, you know, we can No, no, we vote 93%. Nobody does yes, that but us. Nobody does it. You're absolutely Nobody does uh, it. correct. No, 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 I don't know any other group. Of, of, Nobody uh, does it but us. I'm telling you. The yeah. Black and people that, and, 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 it's, the same way. No matter if you're a doctor or, or, or a dish digger, 97%. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's but what right. I want to do, right. brother, is increase those numbers because there's almost four exactly. million African Americans in the state. We want to blow that number up. So blow it up. as we blow, blow it up, we want to maintain it 93 and 94 percent block vote. Blow the block up. And, and that's all I'm saying. That's it. But we want to expose that, and we want to come together more than not. And so we got. I want to continue to have the conversation. This is a tough conversation we have to have, and we might pick up one or two people tonight and then wake up. Uh, become woke and become uh, what, what you always talking about, the voice of moral authority. We need more voices. Right. Or as Dr. William Barber said when we were in Washington, D.C. and Austin, he said core. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's the Hebrew word for boat and boy, core. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so go in and do that history. So I, I'm giving him his credit this first time. The second time is going to be yeah. mine. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but that you have to operate and, and oil the coral, as he said. And the way we do that is by by, by going into the communities, having these radio shows like Dr. McKellar, uh, uh, Joe Madison, 
Matter of fact, I was told, and I'm so busy, I don't even have time to listen to him as much as I did before, uh, that the next morning he was talking about everything he, he spoke about Friday night at our banquet in little bitty old Beaumont, Texas, making a difference, and that's what we have to do. He said, do what you can do. He's fasting. He's fasting. He said, now, this is what I'm doing. And, he, and he's getting attention of uh, uh, Manchin, and he's getting attention of uh, 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 Chuck Schumer and all of those folks that come on the show, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Clyburn. All of those folks are listening, and other ones are uh, imi- imitating. And I think, what's his name, the, 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 the big jock uh, with the curly hair? I can't think of his name right now. The DJ. With, uh, the big jock football player? No, no, oh, he's he on a uh, radio show. Uh, with the long, oh. curly brown hair. Uh, he was highlighting what uh, Joe Madison is doing on his radio show. Uh-huh. So it, it's gaining uh-huh. ground uh, because of what he's doing. It'll come to me later. Yeah, killer Mike. My killer Mike. My killer Mike. No, th- th- no this, this white guy, curly b- brown hair, been doing it oh, for years. Oh, white guy. Yeah, he's been doing it for years. Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. No, that's a pre no, Would you stop no. it? You are just... You know what? You're looking for money in a, in a bathroom wall. Oh, that's so funny. You know what, that's man. hilarious. You're looking for money you in a bathroom wall. Are you, are you sure that you want a deacon? Are you sure you want a deacon in your prior life? Because all you do is agitate pastors. All you do is agitate pastors. That's all you do. Agitate pastors. That's all you do. You'll, you'll make a great deacon. You're so funny. That's hilarious. Oh, my goodness. We're not taking those pastors' uh, um, crap. No, back to what's about a DJ. Okay, okay, what's about a DJ? He's a radio talk show host. What is his name? I don't remember who that is. Oh, goodness. He's so bad. Well, speaking of radio, you know, uh, Pastor uh, Pastor Cooper and and Mr. Arthur, that, that we're kicking off that television radio, right? Oh yeah, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, now, now just okay. here a little update on that. Of course, I, I, I can't say too much. But anyway, but I will say this: we, 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 we're going to have a great lineup of uh, shows, and and uh, you know some some, some you know uh, we we got our media piece today. Uh, 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 I got my uh, media piece as well. Yeah, so so I say, but I'm wait till. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be announcing nothing. But I will say there's going to be a great base, a great uh, opening. We're going to create great synergy. And I know some great what things What day of the happen. week will it be? Do you know what day of the week you're going to be? Oh, no. You, oh, what you mean? What for the shows? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking about for Oh, no. no they, uh, anyway, they, for sure, to make, for sure, uh, 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 for, what, view, view from the view from the a View anyway. from the top. Yeah, view from top. Yeah, okay. Now they can be able to see that whenever they want to. Just go ahead and find it. You know, you know there it is. Yeah, just sign you know, in whenever, and whenever there they want it is. to. Mm-hmm. There it is. You know, so they be able to look at it whenever you know whenever they want to. So, uh, you know, if they want to come see what's going on in your restaurant, you know, they can just go. Okay. You know, you know, we're see have, what's we're happening in, in town today. That's it. That's you know, whatever you want to do. You know, you want to send out the advertisement. You'll be able to do that. So it's going to be great. <clears throat> but beyond that. Uh, you know what Biz TV? What we're going to be doing? Uh, we're creating. Uh, you know, like you, you have a lot of uh, folks that you hear about. And they create these systems where they go and spread hate amongst each other and do all that kind of stuff. Well, we're gonna spread hope and we're gonna 
widespread opportunity where we can use our own biorhythms uh, instead of Facebook putting them using them. We're gonna let you use your own biorhythms. So we're gonna you know, you, you know keep your Facebook, keep your Twitter. That's your marketing tool. And then like those groups that you join, you can also use them to market. You can market to them. So uh, we're gonna be able to spread what we do from an Afrocentric uh, perspective. And uh, and of course everybody's welcome. But it's going to be Afrocentric. So that's what we do. Sure, sure. Well, we're pretty uh, darn excited about uh, about 2022 and the things that are coming down. The, and uh, we want to spend a lot of time educating our community and our people. And then what what we also want, and I'm I'm going to put it out there to you, Pastor Cooper, that we'd like to put on a debate here in East Texas for our people here in East Texas, so that they'll, we'll they'll get to hear. That's right. All we right. have, and, and we have what five candidates that's running for governor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I like so, that lineup. Yeah, I like that lineup. That's, that's quite a lineup. So yeah, we we're gonna put that on really, really very soon. We're probably looking like somewhere down in around about February. We need to find a place here in Tyler. Uh, that we can host that maybe at the Liberty Theater. Uh, that will only accommodate about 300 people, so we probably may look for a vineyard that's a little bit larger uh, than mm. than the 300, especially if we're talking about five candidates. We may have to with, – with, and I don't know if you guys know this. I, I may not have mentioned it, and so we may be able to, to do this at, at the university, but I'm, uh, I'm on the uh, hospital foundation board, uh, for University of Texas system, and that includes uh, 10 universities here in East Texas, 50, uh, 50 clinics, uh, 13 ambulatory clinics, uh, uh, 10, um, 10 universities, and uh, the medical school, all of those under the auspices of the uh, University of Texas uh, found, Hospital Foundation Board. Uh, so, uh, so we're pretty, uh, pretty excited about uh, being able to be a part of that board, and uh, I, I take my position in January, 2022. And so, uh, so because okay. this will be a way also to educate our college students on the college campuses uh, about what's going on around them. Well, I talked to them about, and, and Pastor Cooper kind of mentioned it, a, a servant leader. So I, I said to them at the end of my speech, if you don't, if 20 years from now you don't remember who your uh, your uh, commencement uh, address speaker was, just remember this, American servant, uh, uh, kindness and respect. Uh, don't forget to have respect for yourself and then have respect for others. But become an American servant and serve the community because uh, remember what uh, who is it? Who's that? Uh, Gandhi said, the best way to serve uh, your community is lose yourself and find others and learn to serve. And so it was all about service to mankind. Yeah, I like That's that. That's a great speech, by the way. I listened lose to yourself. Yeah, great wait a minute. Wait a second. Lose yourself and what? Lose yourself and, and, and find and others. And find I like others. That. Hey. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <clears throat> great speech. That's it. Great Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So that's that. So have we talked enough about Desmond Tutu? He left a legacy uh, here. He was a great, uh, a great representative of peace. 
I mean, we, we, we've lost a lot of great minds, but their legacy and their lives live on forever and ever because mm-hmm. of what we deemed from them and the message. I'm just right. I'm just so glad that we've that, that we that, that we've been blessed to be able to lose so many greats. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? Cause we, so I mean, we didn't have a lot of them. So that's good. We had a lot of them. Right. It's like right now we got a lot of them right now. Cause like I say, you know, they gone, but this moment here is still here. The eternal now. You know, we gotta do. We gotta do. Yeah. So you know, this moment still here. So 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 you know, we still working. Uh, you know, so we carry it on. And, and again, now he can show you a person like him can show you the power of somebody just just standing up, just doing. You know, that, that, that's a moral authority uh, life guy right there. Yeah. Now, you know, right. You know, okay, that's a good example of a servant leader, moral authority guy. You know, you know, right didn't always, you know, it always go his way, but he stayed with it. He just, you know, he just stayed with it. Right. And so he well, changed you know, a lot of stuff just by doing that change a lot of stuff and let me just tell you uh, just listening to you Mr. Arthur my mind reflected back on what is today today is what, December the 27th but what started yesterday December 26th what began yesterday Kwanzaa right so you Kwanzaa, said something yeah, that, yeah. that threw my mind uh, into uh, to Kwanzaa and so let, let's talk a little bit about uh, what what is Kwanzaa? And we know who started Kwanzaa back in ni- the big year of 1966. The double, I call it the double six. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. What was his name? Karenga. Uh, and he was a, a, a African-American scholar. And he was right. also an activist since we're talking about activists. And so, so it's, it's, and I'm, I'm just, every time I think about Kwanzaa, I'm, I'm, I'm reminded of my family and, and my her- our families and our heritage and our background and our black culture, uh, and, and all the things that, that our families, uh, pushed and presented to us the, the unity and the creativity. I mean, black people have so much creativity. <laughs> It's unbelievable uh, the power among uh, black people. So we should all be celebrating our culture right now. Uh, today is is creativity, uh, and and tomorrow will be faith, and then something else, gift giving or something. I can't remember all of it right now, but but it's all about uh, what we were creativity. taught as young folks. Creativity. 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 Okay. That's the, the that's the name. Magic Negro that they used to use, white people used to use back in the 18-something when they talk about black folks. They had a Magic magic Negro, the real McCoy, all that. McCoy. You know what I mean? Okay. So that, that's the brilliance that we have. That, right, you know, right. That yes, they're shining even though, you know, we ain't getting bro. credit for it. Yeah, you know, right. it, but right. it's still been shining. So, 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 yes, we, I mean, we do that. And see, we got a bunch of geniuses pushing brooms. Because they don't have an opportunity to brand go. Yeah, you know, they don't have the opportunity to go there. That's why you can have, because I study human resource management, and, and I tell okay. people any organization, sometimes, sometimes it be the maid running stuff, or sometimes it may be the janitor running the mm-hmm. building. As far as like right. balancing the building, so I'm just saying that's how you know that's how you know that's stuff that we have that we can do from any from almost any position. That's why you know you have you know folks treat them like they stars, right? 
and I, you know, he pushed the broom all them years. They treat him like a star because they know he's special. Right. You know, so I'm just saying, you know, but we got a lot of folks like that, a lot of folks, most, yeah. a lot of them in the yeah. penitentiary. You know what I mean? Now, I mean, now that's where they are right there. You just nailed, nailed mm-hmm. it. That that's where they are. You know, and they and should again, be that's out here. Yeah, let me just say one more story. Arthur okay. Fletcher, I met him at Chicago at the NAACP convention, and I asked him. Okay. He was he was one of with Nixon when they did the welfare program. And I asked him why did they fix it where you, you couldn't get you couldn't get help unless you unless you kicked the man out the house. And he said right, the way he's right. had it set up, it was to help families. He said, but when he said when H. Ross Perot and and all them came and did the food stamp and all that stuff, he said they changed it. And made it like that, and so I'm just saying we, we, you know, we don't fought, and then and then of course years later they turn around and say, well, you know, we tried that welfare stuff and it didn't work. You know, they paid you to have more babies. You know, I mean all that stuff. <laughs> so I'm just saying that you know that the system that we're in, uh, uh, right. you know, we just have to understand that it, it it's not that it's not uh, about making us you know hold anything like that. So we have to look at it like that. We can't be assuming that. You know, I mean, look at these people may be trying to help us, but the system sure. is really not going to let them do too much for you because, you know, it's a bad system, you know, the way it's set up right now. So that's why we need that Voting Rights Act. And that's why we need, right. Right. Uh, 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 you know, these lines drawn correctly and so forth and so on so we can access our real power. Okay. Well, people need to, more more of us need to understand that first fruits and how. And, and, and any time I think about it, uh, the first fruits that's that's that unity that's that first day that first that first uh part yeah. of Kwanzaa, uh and and that's what we had mm-hmm. right i mean we had right. that unity where people actually mm-hmm. reached out and helped to take care of each other they celebrated uh the african culture and the uh, the black culture and our heritage and all the, the the basic values that that was presented to us right as kids those those seven basic values of of our African mm-hmm. culture, we all that, that binds us. The three of us who are all black people, all three of us, right. our culture binds us together. We, we were t- even though we were brought up in different locations, mm-hmm. but yeah. we all had that seven basic values of African culture. Is that am I right about that? We all yeah. And, and the current system, and the current system, call that socialism. What you talking about? Yeah. They done named it. They put a name. You know, folks trying to help. You know, folks trying to help one another. You know, folks helping one another, yeah. sharing. Yeah. You know, that whole thing. They do call that socialism. I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm saying what they call it now. They call it sharing. Yeah, just it's a bad definition that mean that we have to amen. So oh no, I'm not saying that. No, no, I'm not saying that. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm embracing you know, it's, it's, my culture. It's my culture. I'm, I'm embracing it anyway. Oh, I know. But, yeah, yeah. but it's not, but, but it, 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 the same difference, though, is, that's why I'm saying we have to educate folks. My dad used to always say this, and it's difficult, is that teach a man to fish, and, and mm-hmm. he'll eat for a lifetime. But if you there get you fish, you're going to eat for one day. Yeah, so nobody eat one meal. Nobody wants to give us anything. Yeah, that's right. So I, I want right. you to teach me. Uh, what to do with the hook? Don't just give me the hook right. and then the hook in my hand. I want you to show me how how, how to draw a line on uh, to tie a line on it to where if the fish grabs my bait and my hook, it doesn't come off my my, my line. Teach me how to do it. So I'm, I'm asking you to bait it and, and string it and, and and bring me the fish 
and, and clean it and, and, and cook it. I'm not asking you to do that. I'm just asking you to teach me how to do it and give me the necessary tools. And watch it. And I even pay in order to do it. That's it. In order to do it, I even pay you for that's, your that's, services. That's first. That's, yeah. that's first fruit. That's first fruit. That signifies that harvest. Hey, Sherry, we got too many people. Sherry, we got too many people taking the bait home and cooking it. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what happened. Well, my dad, so, see, see, look at that. Hey, 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 my dad's going to be checking for real, Doc. Listen, listen, let me tell you something. And he said, that's when you have to decide the fish or cut bait. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling you, so you have to decide. Because sometimes, you, you know, when, when you start with you out there, you, your bait is so big, you end up frying it. <laughs> but see, that's the patience that he taught us, though. Now, now you see, that's, 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 awesome. that's the patience he taught us. We, 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 I would look at the bait and I go, Dad, that's a big fish. He said, no, son, that's, that's bait for bigger fish. And what he was doing is teaching me patience. He said, you just want to eat. He said, but I got to feed my entire family. So we're going to take that little piece of uh, bait that you're looking at that you think is good enough to make a, okay. a, a bread with. Well, we're going to take that bait. That's going to be seed money. Boy, I feel like preaching right now. And he said, you, you may not have all you need to feed your family, but you got a seed. And, and so I'm not asking anybody to give me everything I need. Just give me a seed. And that's what we ask asking. And that's what the 40 acres and, and the mule was supposed to be. It's just a seed. Oh, and so oh, that's see, why. See, I, she's I, trying I to fire me up now. Where am I? See, you're trying to fire me up, Mike. Where are my four eggs on the mule, too? Why are you, why are you I'm talking? I'm just trying I, to tell you. No, no, no. No, it's four no, eggs on a Mercedes now. Four eggs on a Mercedes. Four eggs on a Mercedes. Well, hey, hey, Arthur, what, what about this then? When you turn 18 years of age, the state of Texas should help fund you and get you financed for your first automobile. Since I can't do it on the federal level, maybe I can do it on the state level because you forgot I ran for U.S. Senate also. But I was talking about those same things then, but we can just reverse those now. And then we can make yeah. sure that in Texas everyone has the right to own their own home. So so we, we can look at these things even on our level right now and not have to wait for somebody to bring us over. Mm. Yes. We have to do it. In our own school loans and things like that, we can look at that now. Our own HBCUs, we don't have to wait. But I will go knock at the federal government level and say, hey, come help us out at Prairie View A&M. Hey, come help us out over here in uh, East Texas where we have, what, two or three uh, HBCUs? Mm-hmm. Wiley <laughs> College? Three. No, we have, we have three. Wiley, Texas College, and, uh, and Jarvis Christian. And speaking of Jarvis that, Christian. I'm glad you brought, yes, I'm glad you brought that up. My granddaughter uh, was accepted into the, um, the construction <laughs> and um, – what is it, uh, architectural program. She is also uh, on a scholarship, to, and she was accepted on their um, volleyball team. So she got her letter of acceptance, and they mailed her wow. a jersey yes, with her name on it and everything, and she's going to play on their oh, volleyball right. team. And so we're very proud. She said that I want to go to an HBCU. I've spent all of my yeah. life in, in other other schools, and mm-hmm. so uh, she is pretty darn excited to be able to play on the Prairie View vo- volleyball team and then being in their right. architectural wow. program and on a scholarship. She's just beside herself. So she's going to be going to college on next year. Yes, we're, we're quite proud. Quite proud. All right, all right. And now hey, let me throw 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry, say that again? I was again? just saying 10 years from now. 
the connection with the HBCUs all the way to California, Washington, D.C., New York, I, I feel that uh, everywhere I go. And everyone says, you have to come to Texas to get the best HBCUs. And um, so she's going to have a network that, that will span the globe when she graduates exactly. with promotion and, and, my and entrepreneurship. President, yes, I'm going to make go. sure that she knows – she knows uh, who who that young lady is. When she goes to college, hey. I'm going with her. <laughs> hey, 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 ACB is and ACB is. Uh, 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 you know what to You know, like of course, you know, we, 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 you know, we want to go. You want to go back to Africa and have you know, then basketball and all that with them. But what I want to, but I think we should. I think we should direct our HCBU, uh, uh, you know, our, our black colleges to look at. Uh, South America, South America, you know that whole the, the whole hemisphere. I think that there's a lot of business opportunities because most of the people in in South America are of African descent. So there's actually a market right next door. We we, we need to look beyond right. Mexico and really think. Hey, well, well, no, we need to look at Mexico because there's, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of black folks global. in Mexico also. But we need to start looking at <clears throat> we need to direct our AC uh, be used to. Uh, learn Spanish, not yeah. you know, so they can actually go down there and interact because there are business opportunities down there. I'm telling you. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh absolutely. You're no, right. Absolutely. You're right. But no. Uh, so you you're talking global. about that uh, that cooperative uh, economics? You wouldn't be talking about that, would you? <laughs> I'm talking about entrepreneurial. Of course, of course, well, that's cooperative economics. That's part of our quantity. And the technology. And the black check is already right. Right, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, and, and again, there will be some State Department. Cause, you know, pa- Kamala Harris is supposed to be over that area doing all of that. You remember uh, Trump came and ripped out all the stuff that they that the, that the U.S. was doing, and that's why all the people, you know, start leaving. Uh, and she's supposed to be fixing it back up. So I'm saying that there should be some uh, outline or, or, you know, some way that we should be. But we got to redirect ourselves down there. You know, we're not doing it. You know, and, and I think if we do that, we go to South America first, then we'll be in a better uh-huh. position to go and do something with Africa. Okay. I'm just saying, yeah, you're right. And we need to go uh, global also. And she was talking about Kwanzaa earlier. Um, the celebrations are unity, creativity, faith, and giving gifts. And then you have seven principles, uh, which she was speaking of earlier, unity, self-determination, Collective work and responsibility, and they and they have their names for it. I'm not going to butcher that up. Cooperative. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, go and say the one for the day. What's the name of it? Um, Give it a shot. Give it a shot. I had had it texted to me earlier this morning. Kajagala? Kajagala? Wait wait, 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 wait a minute. Hold on. I think actually it's... uh, you know, I was looking at it today, and I and I and I was I was, was thinking about taking a shot at it. 
Well, hold on. I think so I had it. See, you got you got me sideways. You going me? You got you coming in me the angle. Here we go. Well, I mean, you know, you mentioned it, so you know, you need to try to, you know, yeah, yeah, on yeah. Face, you know, try to, you know, go on butchered up for it. Don't nobody, don't nobody yeah. know it. You know, they, uh, I'm trying to pull it up so I can try to say it. Hey, up. Uh, Shred, why don't you go and say it for us while we while we while we trying to pronunciation pronunciation text to me because I have friends like that. Okay, somebody somebody text it to you. Oh, oh yeah, I, I have friends. Can- like Can- that. Canera, that's, that's Canera, Canera, and and also uh, it's uh, you you. Let me do one for the day. Do the one for the day. It's Kugi Jaguli. Googie, the, the Julie, yeah. Let's see, wait a minute. Okay, okay, okay. Let me there see. you go. I, I, I just stick with the names of, of the candles, and I and and let me and just, just, I, just, just Okay. Okay, let me take a let me take a shot okay, at it. Okay. Twice. It's called Brilliant. self-determination. It's it's uh. Well, I already said that part. I said that. Well, that's the candles. The self-determination. That's the candy. No, yeah, I'm gonna say the word. Okay. No, I'm gonna say the word. Okay. Okay, uh, go ahead. Kajisha Gulia. Kajisha Gulia. Something like that. Well, I was self-determined. Well, I was self-determined to try to give it a try. To, to try to get the word out. I love it. Mm-hmm. But, but Arthur, let's know this, though, Arthur. You're not the only woke friend I have. I have a dear friend of mine. I call, call him the mayor of Beaumont, Texas, because he was 28 years old, and he started running for mayor and challenging every mayor until this day. I told him, I said, I never want you to be mayor because – uh, you would run and you'd be part of the problem. I say, as long as you're on the outside, you're going to continue to challenge Jesus' name. Yes, yes, yes. But th- well, th- that's I, my I, friend I, that's very woke. Very woke. I, let's just stick with the stick with the uh, the, the, the principles and, and the values of our culture, which is <laughs> unity, self-determination, right, collective responsibility, uh, cooperative economics, and let me see, what is the, our purpose and Creativity. Yes, creativity. That's right. Creativity. And then faith. Yeah, creativity and faith. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The next yeah. year we're going to blow it up big yeah. on, we're going to blow it up big on this next year. We're going to blow up uh, Kwanzaa big time. Okay. We're going to celebrate. Yeah. Bring, bring celebrate. in that first yeah. group. That's right. Yeah. We're going to celebrate. Monday. All right. That's right. And, and, and our primary one is that unity. We want we want to make sure that our community is unified and that we're we're, we're sharing that first fruit with anybody that needs uh, to be a part of that first fruit. That they need that little boost, they need that little help. That fresh fruit, that fruit that that you remember when when at the first part of the year when when our family members, our ancestors would kill animals and hang them in their yeah. smoke houses and then they would take them out into the community and share them with people that were not as fortunate as perhaps yeah. some of others. They always well, you know my grandpa had remember I told you my, my grandpa had twenty kids so you know but but we did share somebody, <laughs> you know 
didn't have cable. Yeah, didn't have cable. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have cable. Yeah, ready to sit and he ain't ready all 20th. You got to sit and have dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, you know, hey, wait a minute. We did share, though. We did share, though. We, we, we shared stuff. Yeah, yeah. We had a preacher. Hey, 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 we had a preacher. Look here, look here. Just like the, 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 the stereotype. We had a preacher. He's coming up. Chicken on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. With a little chicken in the bathroom. Wall. And then take a chicken. Look here, look here. And then take a chicken home with it. I'm just <laughs> You know, I told you, let those preachers alone. Stay all okay, away from them. All <laughs> preachers not, are bad preachers. Good, that is not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, leave those preachers Sorry. alone. Let my people go. I told you. Let my I people you, go. I, 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 yeah, I gave a speech in Galveston, Texas. Oh, if you have to still find a candidate that's asking, saying there's some good people over there, let them go. You need to stop voting for them. You need somebody to say, let my people go. Somebody on your side. Let my people go, Arthur. Oh, and I found the name. It's Howard Stern. Uh, Joe Madison oh, was exposed to Howard Stern. I not know you were. I mean, yeah, you should have known Stern. you were talking about New York Howard Stern. Oh my God, He exposed what we're trying to do because of the fact that Joe Madison is an icon, living legend. What I call him, and, and because of what he's doing. It got uh, uh, recognized on Howard Stern, another different type of uh, uh, audience. Now it's exposed to what needs to happen, and that's what we need to do, make a difference in their area. That's my point I was trying to make. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Howard Stern. Very good. Hey, Eddie, Eddie, yeah. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Now, 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 I'm going to say this. I'm going to leave it alone. But, you know, he do kind of favor somebody. That's, I'm going to leave it at that. Would you stop it with Joe Olsen jokes? Would you stop it with the Joe Olsen jokes? <laughs> Howard Stern does not have money in his bathroom. Okay, he has he has he money got, in his he bedroom. He has plenty of money, but he may not have. He has plenty. He got plenty of money. They're in his bedroom walls. <laughs> he forgot about. He, he forgot about. about it. <laughs> you know what? I can't miss you. Uh, I cannot. You on tonight, boy? You are on tonight. He is. On it. He, is. he is on it tonight, boy. Well, let those preachers up. Let those preachers hey, go, is, brother. Well, listen, let me ask you guys about I love my preacher. I love him. I love him. Yeah, yeah of course. Him. I wanted to ask you guys about the um, the 14-year-old girl that was killed out there in uh, Los Angeles. Um, did you, where I think it was where I think the police department, when the police officer fired on her or I remember, I thought I remember hearing something about about a 14-year-old girl that was killed by LAPD in a store. And see, I always need Ms. Rihanna to go Google and find things for me when I'm somewhere along the way. Please release videos from fatal shooting a 14-year-old girl who was in store dressing room. Did wow. I like seen that somewhere? Yeah. In store dressing room. In store dressing room. In Hollywood, wasn't it? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, North Hollywood. The Burlington Coat Factory store in North Hollywood with his oh. uh, bike wow. and, and wearing a tank top and shorts. He takes the Escalade upstairs with his bike. Um uh, 
Oh, that's related stories. You're so. talking about the police yeah, officers? Oh, Los Angeles. Try to kid it. Uh, try, try to kid it in the dressing room. Go ahead. Pastor Cooper, what was that? Uh, the Los Angeles Police Department on Monday released an edited package of surveillance cameras. Oh, this cameras, was a Hispanic and- young girl. Uh, she was she was yeah, uh, getting yeah. her clothes for her Kinsey M. Wow, 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 that's crazy. Kinsey that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This happened last. It killed week. her too, didn't it? Killed? Didn't it kill her? Yeah, I think so. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, hey were you surprised that one got mother? She's in the dressing room with her mother when a bullet aimed at the suspect passed through the wall, fatally striking the teenager. He had killed her. Valentina wow. was killed by a gunshot wound to the chest, corner record shot. Wow. What did you say, Mr. Arthur? I'm sorry. I was surprised a little bit about that about that jury convicting that woman on all them yeah. charges, that police woman. Yeah. I, I was kind of I was kind of well, surprised. See, I, I mean, I thought they was gonna give her. I thought they were going to give her that second degree, whatever thing. I was expecting it. I mean, I mean, I know she should have been convicted, but I was, right. you know, I was going. Well, thank, so do you, tell you, what, do you think that signifies a change? you think that means a change is, is George, George Floyd has brought it back. George Floyd's case has brought back some changes. Well, what do you think about, about Rittenhouse up there walking around that a cowboy house? Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. Getting applied. Not quite enough changes. Exactly. You know. Oh, anyway, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you well, at this point, you have to pray for him because he's in trouble. <clears throat> I'm just telling you, uh, that, that's a path of destruction that he's on. I'm, I, you literally have to pray for him. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, him and that crew. Him and that crew. Him and crew. But yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, and then they'll, they'll just move on to the next. When something happens, unfortunately, that's what happens. They just move on to the next. Uh, exactly. So you have to pray for him. I mean, it's like Herman Cain to this day. No one acknowledged the fact that Herman Cain uh, uh, received COVID in that crowd, didn't recognize him after his death, moved on to the next, if and, you the ask, next and the next. If, if you ask some mega people right now, they say Herman Cain ain't dead. Herman Cain ain't dead. Okay, yeah, okay that's, that's my point. So, yeah, right. so oh, is in trouble. I mean, I heard them mm-hmm. say he didn't he didn't get COVID out there, but I never heard them say that he was not deceased. That's interesting. Well, ain't nobody asked them. Hey, here, hey, ain't nobody asked them yet. Go ask them and see what they say. Okay, I got it. It's sad. It's sad state of affairs. It is. It is a sad state of affairs. Hey, well, you're saying, yeah. Some things you're never going to change, so we don't even try, right? We don't try. No, no, you, you know what? And I tell my, you know, I think that we, you know, we need to just take the position of, uh, and I say this to my white friends, you know, dear white people, uh, black people, we cannot make you unlike that. Y'all have to talk to each other. Y'all have to have a discussion with each other about this uh, toxic relationship abusive relationship that we have with people of color. So, you know, they need to, so we need to just focus on ourselves. And, and, and like you know, Mike said earlier, you know, love ourselves, do what we need to do uh, in, in the space we in. And, and uh, you know, quit trying to, quit trying to uh, 
please a standard that ain't your own. Mm-hmm. You know, go do you. But and, and like you said earlier too, Arthur. Uh, you know, what are we doing different, and what is the government going to do for us? Well, again, we're, we're asking, and we welcome the government, the federal government, to come in. But until they show up, we're going to fight these uh, voters' laws, uh, voter suppression laws. Right. We're going to fight the, the situation we're in. We're not going to take this uh, sitting down. Uh, but, you know, that night I was talking to my family. All my kids are home, and, and for a little while we were masked up because some were flying and exposed to all kinds right. of stuff. And I, I know right. Dr. Hagner would be talking about COVID right now, but watch this. This is what we need to start talking about. The, we need to have those front porch conversations again. Uh, yeah. You know, you, uh, Tyler Perry made a, a whole living off of Big Mama and, and Madeira and all that yeah, stuff. But, you know, Madeira yeah. had wisdom, and they passed down what I call the Alex Haley Roots syndrome. And, and I, I yeah. think we missed a generation. I think my generation dropped the ball on that. So with my daughters and my son last night, I set them down, and I reiterated some things. I said, this is what your father's working on. This is the reason why I'm running for governor. This is the reason why I fight. And when we do better, the entire state of Texas does better. So uh, what you didn't learn in school, you're going to learn right here now. So I held class last night. You know, I, I told them about three-fifths of a man. I talked to them uh, about voters' rights in 1965 and, and the dogs and, and the fire hoses and, and you know, uh, about John Lewis only being 23 years of age, and I got a 21-year-old model. And I told her, I said, I was glad to see you on the cover of L.A. Times when, I mean, uh, Los Angeles newspaper. And when she was protesting, although she was a model uh, during George Floyd. So, so I'm reminding them that they have to do their part now, but mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. our job to tell them the story. So we can't wait for them to tell them in the uh, classroom because they're not telling the story. Yeah. So we have to tell them yeah. at home, on the front porch, the back porch, whatever yeah. you do, burn a fire, light a match, whatever you do, hang out with your kids and tell them the truth. So that they can continue to march on. Very good. Yep. Great, great point. Uh, and, and, and I'm so glad to hear you say that, uh, Pastor Cooper, because we we have to have these conversations with our children and our grandchildren, and so that they we can prepare them for the real world. Because I I can tell you that our parents sheltered us a bit and kept things yeah. away from us that perhaps that they were experiencing uh, that they didn't want to uh, want us to even. Focus on uh, and those. No, they didn't want to get hung. I can tell you this. I can tell you this unequivocally. I didn't know about real racism until I went to college. college. I, I just didn't know that these the kinds of things that I know I lived a sheltered life. I, I don't even have to guess. I, I I know that I did, and and I was in for a rude awakening when I got to college and saw, and right here in Tyler, and saw things that I just didn't know existed because I never saw it. I heard about it as a young kid growing up. Well, you know, as a sharecropper, as a sharecropper, uh, you know, like we figured it out early. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we figured it out early. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I well, have to come back and tell me the story. Go ahead. Uh-huh. No, I'm listening. Hey, my, uncle, Go ahead. my uncle come back and tell me a story. You know, in 1948 uh, was the last time they hung a, a black man in downtown Beaumont, 1948. Okay. Uh, wow. some, some folks I know really? are still living from that time period, you know. 
So uh, then uh, in 1962, 65, uh, my uh, uncle was walking with my father then, teenager he was, and he didn't know the rules about not drinking at the water fountain, blacks only, whites only, water fountain. He went to the whites only, water fountain. And my father had to plead with a man to not beat his baby brother uh, in Beaumont, Texas, because he drank at the wrong water fountain. What year was that? That was in 1964, I'm thinking. Uh, wow. But it was in the 60s. I, I may have, I may be off right. for a year or two. In Southeast Texas, I mean, matter of fact, there's still some places where you can see the placard where it says colors only, black That's or right. whites only. I mean, you can still see That's it, right. and they paint it over. They didn't even remove it. They've got gray paint. Mm-hmm. I can take mm-hmm. you to the building. You know, right. uh, when, when I was told to go inside and ask for, uh, Miss Lane to give the money to pay in 1974, 73. I still had to be careful how I proceeded through the department store downtown Beaumont, uh, and not knowing why, but I, later on, re, uh, you know, reflecting on it, oh, there was still some shadows of those issues. Right. Wow. So we have to tell those stories. We have to tell those stories to our children. Uh, not to incite riot, but to, to let them no. understand what it is that we're fighting. Exactly. We have to educate them. Well, you know, listening to you and those comments that you made, uh, I have a question for us. Uh, with that being said, what you just said, and talking about civil rights and voters' rights and all that. So, so let's look at the scorecard. We're about to come up on a year for um, President Joe Biden and uh, Vice President Kamala Harris. We know on the 20th day of January will be exactly one year uh, that they have been in office. So so how do you think they, they're doing and, and they've done? Uh, I know that he's worked at a lot of stuff, and we ought to keep in mind that, that uh, he's he had a pandemic. A pandemic. Uh, yes, go ahead, Mr. Arthur. Are you... What was the question? B minus. No, you said it's great. B minus. B minus. Okay, B minus. Okay, can you dialogue a little bit more on, on that? Not just. Well, of course, and he'd have an A plus if he did if he'd got the Voting Rights Act and and, and build back better mm-hmm. pass. Now I, I realize the the dilemma <clears throat> with the two uh, right. Dixiecrats that's up in there, <laughs> but I like that. So, so that's why I give him a B minus because I, I, you know, but I think he was a little bit. I think I think voting rights should have been, uh, uh, you know, right alongside in the mix with everything else. So I, I think they kind of, you know, played played that a little bit too long. So you know, but you know, other than that, you know, B minus, uh, you know, B minus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. What about you, uh, Pastor Cooper? What are your thoughts? Um, well. I, I hate. Uh, I'm, I'm one of those. Uh, I guess progressive guys. I, I don't like letter grade. Um, you know, I, I think he had his hands full. I think there's a lot going on. Uh, but at the same time, we knew what we were voting for. Uh, most of all, we were voting against Donald Trump. That's just fact. And, and we voted a safe vote with Joe Biden because he is. The, the uh, all-American statesman. Uh, he, he, has, right. he has been in those positions for 40-plus years, and so he was a safe bet. Um, but that, that's us because we have not come together as a community to, to, to vet other candidates and promote other candidates and empower and uh, to give them the economic 
need they need to sustain themselves and others to come up. That's us as a party, as a group, as a nation, as a people. So so I have to grade us when I grade him. Uh, we are failing okay. us. Uh, we we need to work on us even more. So I can't just blame him for a, uh, a poor performance when we knew what we voted for because he is uh, who he is. That's the reason why uh, President Obama. Wait, wait, you, 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 they use the word poor performance. Use the word poor, poor, poor. So you're saying he had a poor, he's, he's doing a poor performance? I mean, you said the word poor. I'm, just I, I'm saying he's doing it. the best that he can. I'm, he's doing the best that he can. I, I'm saying, let me say what I'm saying. I'm saying Michael Cooper at the age of 55 years of age, after working for the people that I worked for for 30-plus uh, years, would be a better president right now. At this age. Now, I don't know I'm running for governor. I'm telling you right now. Because you have to be proactive, you have to be creative, and you have to be on the point. You have to be up at 6 a.m. moving uh, before the 8 a.m. meeting. You have to, I worked 88 hours a week, and, and you have to have the energy. You have to have the, the, the foreknowledge. You have to have the wisdom. You can't just have the experience and the tenure. You have to have all the tenacity that goes along with the job. And we know we, what we elected did not have all of that. That's all I'm saying. So we can't hold him accountable for what we know that he can do. He's done as much as he can do, but it takes more than that, just like we're fighting now. That's why you and I was down in Austin with Dr. Shirley McKellar and, and the poor people there folks in the state of Texas there you go. and other folks there because you go. we have boots on the ground. My boots are dirty. Yeah. Matter of fact, there are a couple of pictures where they wouldn't even take the, uh, uh, a camera shot of my boots because the lady looked at them and said, they're filthy dirty. And I said, don't you ever polish them. Because when I look down at my boots and I, got, I have on a tailor-made suit, it reminds me that I stood at the Emancipation Station uh, statue with Asian Americans when they were uh, uh, killing and pushing and bullying Asian Americans. It reminds me that I walked up and down the streets with the slab folks from Houston, Texas, that came all the way from Houston to Austin, Texas, slabbing and, and, and protesting in a decent way and decent order. So, therefore, we knew what we voted for, but what we have to do is prepare for the future right now. Well, you know, you know, black folks, you know, the black vote. You know, the black voters, you know, we're pragmatic people. We're, we're pragmatic. And if America listens, I say we'd be a lot further. But, you know, and we've always voted for the least racist person. That's what we do. Right. You know, that's what. Right, right. And so we knew that Biden against Trump was what we needed. We need our own old white guy against right. that one. Well, I'm tired we of that. I, I, I want to build. <laughs> so, somebody so we are tired of it, but I'm just saying we were pragmatic about it. That's all I'm saying. We were pragmatic about it. That's all I'm saying. We're but pragmatic. Can I, can I, can I but but here's here's what I, I'd like to say about that. And actually, I think that uh, that. Mr. Arthur actually really gave uh, a, a moderate exegesis on uh, on the Biden uh, campaign, and he mentioned two Dixiecrats. Now, now, if, if President Biden uh, could have actually uh, signed a bill for executive uh, push push things the executive way, but that's not really how and the way that a president wants to to legislate laws by by deciding, well, if if I can't make this go through through the normal process of going through the Congress and going through the Senate, 
to make things happen, then I'm going to uh, I'm going to executively do it, and that's not what they want to have done. And so, uh, so with the with the erosion from uh, uh, the Dixiecrats, <laughs> the two Dixiecrats, uh, as Mr. Arthur said, uh, he he could have he could have made made things a lot better. And and because he thought that those people were were for the greater good of mankind and not for I mean this mansion comes from the poorest state in the union the poorest state in the union keep that in mind but he, but he didn't see the need to have a build back better a plan for his people uh, to improve their lives and so uh, so i i understand fully when you say uh, pastor cooper that that he did he's done the best that he could considering the fact of what mr arthur said that he had to deal with two dixocrats and 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 he is he's he's a great uh, person that can can um sit down and, and, and dialogue and talk to people and try to come to some form of normalcy. But these guys, in my opinion, Manson in particular, just wanted no, – no one person in this country should have that Rip. much power to control Rip. America like that. Go ahead. Rip Bob went off on another day. Uh, 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 you know, you know Manson was talking about why, you know, why he didn't want to you know, do all that. And he started to mind them people going to be using money on drugs, and he started, I mean all that's the old tropes about, about, about you know crazy. if I give you know if you help if you have poor people they just going to you know go crazy with it. yeah I'm going I'm going see there see there and well, in you the know, meantime, but, it's, but, it's, but it's easy for this man to say how much money does he have I mean he doesn't have to be concerned about one thing he knows that he's going to be taken care of medically for the rest of his life oh, because, you all are going, because you all are going to take care of him medically for the it's rest of his life. And even dollars. Thank yeah, you but him and his family have got a bunch of coal mine, a coal mine of money, and then so Barbara had a bunch of them coal miners up there talking about him. I mean, I, I mean them coal mine well, unions are talking about him. Why you going to be worth $5 when you only make $164,000 a year? Wait, no, it's, what, not, it's not good math. He's a senator, right? Right, hundred and four thousand. So therefore, he's made. How much is he making a year? Hundred seventy four thousand a year. I, I thought he made more than that, but, but he comes from a poor state, so I don't, uh, but no, senators, senators make more than Congress people. And, and no, I think they come in making hundred seventy four thousand. I think they come in making hundred seventy four thousand. But if you've been there yeah, for a long yeah, time, you probably make about three hundred thousand oh, a year, probably. There you go. That's my point. Exactly. But you don't make five million dollars off of that. You're not worth that kind of money. So that's what that's what I'm saying. You know, we we have all kinds of issues, and we have to fight corruption and everything else in politics. Exactly correct. And so, so in my opinion, uh, j- considering that he has had to, Joe Biden has had to deal with two people that that is not in his corner, and uh, in, in, in not in the corner of the Democratic Party, and the fact that that he is a person who wants to help all mankind. I mean, people, you can tell that people are utilizing the stimulus monies and monies that, that have been handed over to them. Go look in the stores uh, after Christmas. Go look in the stores even during Christmas, prior to Christmas Day, when people are out there, the stores, the shelves are empty because people were out there spending and buying money and helping to stimulate the economy. So I give him even more than a B-minus. 
in my opinion, because I'm looking at that whole picture of what he has had to deal with, and that's those two clowns that wanted all that attention out there. And Manson in particular should not have the power that he has in order to make it. Yeah, well, I gave him a big mind because I want to give Mike some room to run there, you know. <laughs> oh, what? oh, oh! I'm, I, I, he's gonna give Mike can give us an A plus when he gets to, work to Austin, Texas, because he's yeah. gonna be working for the greater good of the state of Texas, and just make We're sure that now. we go yeah, and get no no place and make sure he gets no place in Texas unless it's out there in uh, Mount Pleasant where he comes from. That's where I want him to go back to. But he, mm. that's, uh, it's 9.59, guys, and let me tell you what, we've had wow. an amazing evening, and so we're going to get ready to uh, turn things back over to Miss Rihanna at 10 o'clock, so uh, I hope you know where your children are. Uh, I wanted to make the announcement of one of our dear friends uh, who are hunters, uh, uh, Dr. Walter Moore and his wife, uh, Miss Frida Biggs Moore, was out in Kenna, Texas, in West Texas somewhere, hunt, uh, uh, hunting out there. They were in their cabin, and all of a sudden, and their tent blew up, an explosion. Nobody knows what Whoa. happened. It just has, yes. And so uh, n- no remains can even, no unidentifiable. It was very hurtful. She comes from Tyler, Texas. He was a dentist. I come from Marshall, Texas, and they lived mm-hmm. there in um in Dallas, Texas. So our sympathy goes out to that family. There's services on tomorrow, and then uh, Miss Gwen Holman's services on tomorrow as well. So thank you, guys. We're going to turn it over to Miss Rihanna. Okay. We had a great discussion tonight about what's going on in our country. We look forward to putting together a debate with the five persons who are running for, and we may even pull just the top two uh, that's running uh, for the governor for the great state of Texas. Thank you, guys. Uh, have a great night. All evening. right. I'll turn right. it back over to God the God bless preachers. Have a good night. Happy New Year, Rihanna. <laughs> Happy New Year's. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye for now. Miss Rihanna, it's all yours. Right. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day when the war is won. We will be the heavens, no man, no weapon, formed against, yes, glory is destined, everyday women and men become legends, sins that go against our skin become blessings, the movement is a rhythm to us, freedom is like religion to us, justice is juxtaposition in us, justice for all just ain't specific enough, one son died, the spirit is revisiting us, true and living, living in us, resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one day. When the 
for every man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now. Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles. From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero. Facing the league of justice, his power was the people. Enemy is lethal, a king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a ball ego. The biggest weapon. It's to stay peaceful, we sing Our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win the war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day, when the glory comes It will be Good night. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.